Welcome to the Health Plan Edge, the podcast that makes it easier for small businesses to navigate health insurance. I'm your host, Steve Strauss, USA Today small business columnist and author of the Small Business Bible. In each episode, we share real small business stories and strategies that make health plan decisions easier for you. Today's topic is, how do I foster a culture of wellness? And is wellness even important? And I have two great guests with me. First is Robert Horton. Robert's been helping small business owners design plans that work for them for over 20 years while working at United Healthcare. Also with me is Jill Lipset, who co-owns The Powerhouse, a family-owned and family-run gym in St. Paul. Jill and her husband Max started The Powerhouse in 2013 with the goal of creating a space for families to become their healthiest and best selves. So, Robert, let me start with you. Why should small businesses even promote wellness? I think one of the, the biggest reasons, Steve, is that uh, there's value in it for them. You know, we see that, you know, small employers report that, you know, healthier employees actually show up to work more often. Uh, they're more productive and they don't see the physician quite as often. So a wellness plan can can help you attract and, and uh, retain employees. And all this is going to lead to increased productivity and potentially um, a decrease in, in overall health care costs for your firm. And that can have an impact uh, on your bottom line. The other thing that we see is most people that are working you know, in a small business say that there's more of a, a family-like environment uh, than there is at a large corporation. And, and these wellness programs have flourished in small business because they really tap into that and they support the sense you know, that the employer and the boss really cares about you know, those employees as, as actual individuals. You know, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think one of the greatest things about a wellness program, aside from the wellness, is that you're creating a culture of health and you're creating a culture of positivity and you're creating just a great culture for your small business. And that's the kind of business that you want to create and that's the kind of business where people want to come work. Um, I'm sure, Jill, that's what you found. In fact, can you just tell us a little bit about your business and, and how you know wellness culture fits in, which obviously is a big thing to you? Yeah, thanks, Steve, and thanks for having me on today. So you're correct. Wellness is really at the very heart and soul of our business. Um, the Powerhouse is a health and wellness company, and we're based in the Twin Cities. Our gyms are really focused around family and connection and community. And then we have this whole other side to our business where we go out into the community and we work with different small businesses, mid-sized businesses, even some big organizations like um, the Pipe Fitters and Plumbers Union of Minnesota, which covers over 15,000 lives in the metro area. And so, you know, we really work with the leadership at these businesses and organizations to see what their culture is, their existing culture, what matters to them, and kind of where they want to go. And wellness is such a great way to put culture in the kind of front and center and make it a really positive thing. You know, it's not just working out or, you know, health from a kind of typical sense. It's really looking at that big picture and life satisfaction and vitality and having people, you know, really engaged in that uh, discussion. So you actually create wellness programs for other small businesses and other businesses. We do. Jill, given your expertise in this field, I'm wondering if you could tell us what sort of benefits you see for both the business 
and for the employees by creating a wellness program? Well, so all small businesses, I, I believe, really want to create a positive, vibrant culture. And, you know, doing that for their employees to create a wellness program not only benefits your employees, but it also really, you know, it works from a business sense in the bottom line. You're going to really become a kind of have that competitive edge when you're trying to attract good talent into your business. And there's maybe a sim similar types of businesses that people could work with. If you've got some of those added benefits, you have maybe, you know, a workout uh, facility on site. That is a great thing when everybody is so pressed for time these days and for someone to be able to take advantage of that during their work day. That means a lot to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, knowing that people are going to be taken care of from, you know, work-life balance. Um, I think, you know, we all know a lot about kind of the changing demographics of the workforce and kind of more of a millennial mentality. You know, people are looking for those added benefits. Things are going to give them some of those extra perks and um, wellness makes a big difference. Uh, you know, and then also just looking at health insurance claims and paying for medications. Right. A lot of times... You know, you're paying the most for employees that are potentially not as healthy as others and finding ways to help them get better lifestyle habits. Almost all chronic diseases can be prevented through lifestyle changes. And so helping your employees to find those programs and those options to, you know, eat better, exercise more, sleep better, manage their stress. Not only do you just have a more productive, more satisfied workforce, but you're also most likely, from what we've seen, saving a lot of, you know, a lot of money as well. Robert, that leads me to the next question for you. What sort of proof is there that a wellness program is worth the effort? Yeah, I mean, wellness programs really do promote health. You know, at least that's um, among the people that actually participate in those particular programs. There have been some recent surveys out there that, that indicate that more than half the employees with access to a, a wellness program through the workplace, you know, indicate that that program has actually made a positive impact, you know, on their health. And, and not only that, 30% uh, report that it uh, helped them actually detect a specific disease. Wow. Um, which is huge. That's huge. Um, there's, there's some recent surveys that indicate 62% of all employees uh, state that a, a wellness initiative actually translated uh, into improved productivity uh, for them. So, so once again, there, there's big impact for, for the individual employees as well as the employer itself. Those are really some compelling stats. Uh, one thing I believe in for small business uh, – when trying something new, whether it's a wellness program or a marketing campaign, uh, is to start small. You start small, you test, you see what works, you see what doesn't work, and then once you kind of iron out the kinks, you can really roll it out bigger. So let me ask this question to, you, to both of you, and I will start with you, Jill. How, how can a company start small with regard to a wellness program? Yeah, great question. And I completely agree. There's so, so, so many ways that you can start really small. So kind of find you, you there's so many different things you can focus on with wellness, stress management, exercise, nutrition, you know, the list goes on and on. And figuring out what really lights up your, your team is a great first step. And then I would bring that down to your employees, you know, really starting some conversations, finding out you know, what is 
what are the things that they're struggling with and what are the things that they would be really excited about? Um, because I think that there are a lot of ways to kind of check that box. Like, oh yes, we've, we do wellness initiatives, but is it really what your employees are needing and wanting? So kind of establishing some assessments and finding out what really, um, your, your group needs and wants. And then from there, there's so many things that you can do that really, uh, you know, are small and don't potentially even cost a lot of money. You know, is there, if, if stress potentially is really weighing people down, is there some empty office space that you can turn into a, you know, a good quiet room or meditation room that is a place that people can go and just take a couple minutes to kind of, uh, get away from their, whatever stress is weighing them down. Little things like that, you know, can you implement some walking meetings instead of the constant sitting all day long? Um, can you change out things in your vending machine and for healthier options? Those are some great tips, you see, and that's why we are bringing people the Health Plan Edge. Uh, Robert, what about you? Can you tell us some tips and strategies for, for starting small and seeing how to implement a, a wellness program? Yeah, I mean, I, the first thing I do is we, we kind of you know, echo Jill's comments uh, around um, there being engagement, you know, at the the leadership level within within a group and and creating that culture, you know, of wellness and you know uh, talking the talk and walking the walk at the same time. You know, you know, small employers could could uh, do things as small as just you know handing out pedometers to their employees. Um, and, and, you know, having some contests around, you know, who can hit uh, 10,000 steps a day. Um, you know, there's, there's health risk assessments that they could have their uh, employees complete. There's other uh, materials and education uh, opportunities that they could do uh, to get their, their population engaged. But, it, but it's all about it, it being a, a visible um, culture within that company for it to be successful over time. So, Robert, how uh, expensive or inexpensive is it to initiate and start a wellness program? Yeah, so so there's some some great news there, Steve, for small employers. Um, you know, a lot of the plans that are out there marketed today to small employers, you know, actually include value adds uh, from a wellness uh, perspective uh, in their plan design, and these could be uh, programs to, uh, to help employees uh, quit smoking. Uh, programs to help employees uh, lose weight, uh, programs uh, to help um, you know, employees have access to um, a nurse line, things of that nature. So that they're basically embedded, included in their policy at no extra fee. It's just a matter of promoting those capabilities to their employees. Well, it seems to me that small business really may be the next wave uh, of wellness. I just think given the family-like atmosphere of a small business and how the whole team feels like a family. Wellness programs, wellness programs, really fit well within that kind of culture. And I hate to say that we are uh, running out of time. So I hope people have learned a lot, and we have answered your questions about wellness. Uh, Jill, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. And Robert, thank you so much for this great conversation. My pleasure. From all of us here at the Health Plan Edge, thank you for listening. And thank you to United Healthcare for making this recording possible. If you enjoyed today's show, or if you have any questions about health insurance in your business, head over to uhc.com employer to check out their free resources for small businesses, to listen to another episode, or to continue the conversation. We look forward to hearing from you.